Respect that. That's corruption. I could make a fake snake. Do you not pee in the pool? Do you, 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 you not pee on the barbie? All of myself is clean. <laughs> Broadcasting from the Hardmark Merchandising Warehouse, home of all your apparel, trinket, doodad, and what's it needs, welcome to the Hardmark Podcast, a show where I, Eric Donaldson, wrestling fan of over 30 years, introduce one match per episode to my co-host who has never watched wrestling we talk about the backstory we watch the match and then we rank that match on our ever-growing list the purpose of this show is twofold first to see what happens when someone who's never watched wrestling is introduced to its most notable matches and secondly as a window into the mind of my co-host he is the man of a thousand compliments or he's not that he's actually the man of 54,097 compliments the soul skater the mater d of matt drama the tampa bay topsider the living painting the talent the prince of printers flying ryan murphy how are you doing today sir oh, i'm pretty good uh, good good um i was i'm i'm torn on whether or not i want to ask you this question but i think it's but been will. but i will because it's been like three episodes and you haven't picked up on it I for the past several episodes I have introduced you as a man of fifty four thousand ninety seven compliments and you haven't asked me why you've you've just blindly accepted it and for part of me it's uh, funnier to just like keep it going and wait until you point it out but like I don't know that you ever will at this pace. <laughs> I mean, does it? I you threw a compliment at me like at one point a few episodes ago and I maybe you're rolling off that um, maybe it was something. But it seems like a pretty specific number, don't you think? To to be upgraded straight from one thousand to fifty four thousand ninety seven, fifty four thousand ninety seven. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does. But I mean, it's possible I pulled it out of my ass, or Ryan, it's possible mm-hmm. that that was the Safeco Field attendance record set by WrestleMania nineteen in two thousand and three that demolished any attendance record that was previously set by the Seattle Mariners. That's that's your thing, Eric. That's also that's not a compliment. All right. so, but that's how many compliments you, you know get per day. I, you know how I feel about that, Eric. You get an an equivalent number of compliments every day to the number of attendees at WrestleMania 19, which set the all time Safeco Field attendance record in 2003. Ryan, does that make you feel good? It does not at all. That's so many more compliments than a thousand fifty four thousand ninety seven compliments every day. I just need one good compliment. <laughs> okay. Um, Noted. So, but that um, it, it, I, a, that one that one will sting every time you bring it up. Like I, I think that was one of the first things we discussed as this podcast started was uh, WrestleMania. It, uh, it, it definitely came up. It definitely came up. And you know what? I'm, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I think you're absolutely right. And I think this is episode 40, by the way. We're officially over the hill. Remember that was a thing that where people would get cards and shit when they turn 40? Anyway, uh, I think this is going to be kind of like a look back, uh, a nostalgic trip down memory lane for us today, Ryan. Um, you know, in many different regards, I, I kind of look at that as kind of the running theme of today's episode. How does that hit you? 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I think it makes sense to do a do a quick glance at uh, what are you uh, diligently produced. researching over there that I'm hearing your mouse click repeatedly, Ryan. No, I mean nothing important. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna set this mouse down. Okay, good. And uh, so the Markomaniacs will appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I can't. I, I can't help it. You really um, need like a yeah, fidget I a spinner. Here. I can. Okay, there we go. Fidget spinner, uh, squ- a stress ball, sort of thing. Something that's you know quiet that you can yeah, yeah. fiddle around with. And and actually, and to kind of go back to what you said before, like I think maybe it wasn't the very first episode, but one of the very early episodes, you meant like we talked about that Safeco field. Uh, WrestleMania that happened, which eventually I'm sure we'll get around to watching at least a match or two from. Um, and one other thing, actually, way back in episode one, which, you know, you're welcome to listen to it, Markomaniacs, if you've not previously heard it. I think you'll find the audio quality is a little lacking, but, uh, you know, give it a shot. Try, try it out and see if you see if you like it. But one thing that we I don't think ever really established was how everything started, because I think you actually curtailed things into talking about like a South Park wrestling episode. And, and in my mind, that's not how this really started for me. So I thought you and I could sort of create a, a, a co-shared sort of history of, of hard mark. What was the kind of lead up to this whole thing? Um, you know, and just hit the mark of maniacs with it and wow. see what they think. Yeah. 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 Long journey way back. Long, long journey. So, I mean, I've, I've lived in, I think, four different places since the, I had a house when this started, you know, to think that it's gone like <laughs> this, this long through all these different like life events and changes. It's been pretty fucking crazy. You know, like it's been an eventful like, I mean, but at the time of this recording, it's been basically two years that we have been doing this for, which is crazy to say out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And what an eventful two years that's been for you. It has been. Well, it's been eventful, I think, for everybody in this stretch of time. Sure. But also, yeah, like there's just been a lot of like changes in life throughout this like very like brief two year stint. Right. Uh, So. And like if you were to look at like two year periods like before that, not to say that like those didn't have things that were happening, but like probably you would say a little bit less eventful on the whole. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Uh, Turning 30, reaching manhood. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I love it. Love, love turning thirty. Love being thirty. What's not to What's not to like? What's not to like? Um, one thing, actually. So, okay, and I keep going on these weird tangents, but another one of the things that kind of made me think, okay, this is maybe an important thing to kind of throw out to you, get your thoughts on, but. Uh, I was out with uh, some mutual friends of both of ours, which I actually called you during so you could chime in on that conversation. But one of one of those individuals uh, literally said the sentence to me, you forced your friendship upon Ryan. Yeah. yeah that's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, with, with the conversation came up about, about you and just kind of talking about like how uh, interesting it is that that we've you know become thick as thieves over this time period, and uh, the the running theme on you is that you were not necessarily looking to like be a social butterfly at our place of business. You were not looking to like make a lot of friends. You were happy to keep to yourself and then just fucking leave at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm still like that anyway. And it's interesting <laughs> that like you know sometimes it's just like yeah, Wade was a weird experience. I'm still like that. I just kind of like do my own thing. And if people come along, I just, you know, what's up? But like, yes, you definitely forced your way in. 
down. You got to break down the walls. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. (laughs) Uh, I think what did it for me and like where I knew that, okay, there's something here. I remember like once, once we became uh, uh, more friendly with one another post post Mariners baseball game, actually at, at safe code slash T-Mobile field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so weird that that's, that's another kind of, you know, link in, in the chain of our friendship. But, uh, post that, I remember stopping by your desk every now and again at work and we would have just conversations about whatever happened to be going on. And I remember, I remember Sarah would, every time I would come by and every time we'd start talking, Sarah would stop what she was doing and then just watch us. And she would just yeah. take in the whole thing. And like, that's what I knew. Yes. Okay. There's something, there's something here be like, cause I know that I'm enjoying this and like, I find Ryan to be like my muse where like my best self is coming out when I'm interacting with Ryan. But like just having that one person literally stopping what they were doing to watch the interaction between you and I, that gave me the, the vote of confidence that I needed. Like, okay, there, there is an audience for what you and I are doing out there. It's just a matter of finding it and tapping into it. That's, that's a super interesting like pickup because. I mean, for you, I think like what you're saying, and you've turned it into something. So, like, good on you. But I always noticed that. Yes, she did. Anytime you would come around, she stopped what she was doing and just was fully like not engaged. Just she watched. Right. She just a passive kind of, observer. Like, she, she <laughs> yeah. She she was very into it. Um, I would I would hear about it after you left too. You know, like uh, yeah. That, so totally, I, I completely remember that. Um, <laughs> and then you shared, and I did. I had no recollection of this. I don't know if this predates like our baseball game experience or, or not. But like, apparently, you and I had a meeting at work at one point in time where you kind of like razzed me about something, and then I just completely, over the course remaining course of that meeting, would repeatedly uh, uh, torture you from the sounds of it. And I have so, no memory of this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're like one thing, and I just like I, I usually don't do this, and I was, I just made one quick jab about like what you were doing in the meeting and how like I think you didn't necessarily have to do this or something, and then and then I also like I didn't have a pen and I had to like ask you for it, and that's when I started getting shit like, was like oh, you didn't come prepared for this like, and that that's when I was like shit, <laughs> I want to hear it from now, and I think that's for for my recollection, I think. That'd be weird, sir. And and ever since then, I mean, so Ryan then helped me. He helped me get an elliptical, and like around this same yeah. time, <laughs> what what a t- <laughs> what a great day. Uh, and uh, all through this time frame, I was looking to try and get like more into like some sort of creative thing. The original idea that I had come up with um, before we settled on this thing, or we before I settled on this thing, was uh, I was going to do a uh, an interview thing, like a very impromptu sort of like one on one talk show interview thing i was going to call it uh some asshole with eric donaldson (laughs) that's kind of what the show is right (laughs) in many ways in many ways it's similar yeah and so then eventually i was like i don't know if i want to like because like when you start doing video that adds so much more complexity to what you're editing and then it's just like i just i don't want to deal with that so then i kind of moved into wanting to do a podcast instead just because I assumed it would be a little bit simpler as far as putting everything together and it, and it is. But uh, then I think the, okay. And then, so the next, the next idea, even pre hard Mark again, it was going to be called uh, it starts with wrestling, 
was going to be the name of it. And so the idea of that was going to be, I was going to have a different guest on every episode and then it would always start with wrestling and then it would branch off into whatever else, which very similar kind of format to what we do now, a little bit different. Uh, The opposite. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of the opposite. Yeah. Where now we just start with whatever and then eventually transition into wrestling. Also, that was just going to be whoever I could find uh, to talk to about it. It was not going to be a reoccurring uh, sort of person. And then, and I just assumed that, okay, I'm probably never going to be able to get Ryan. Ryan does not like to be the center of attention. He doesn't like to be uh, a focal point of anything. But then somehow uh, you acquiesced and agreed to do it. I think you even thought it was going to be a video thing, which is even more surprising that you would agree to do it uh, when you thought that. Yeah, no, I remember you asking me several times that way, and I was 100% adamantly against it. There was no chance. It was like, it was off my radar. I didn't even think about it. Like, it was not going to happen. I. And I don't even know, like, I can't recall what the agreement was when we did the first time. Like, uh, was that a work or no? I don't... Oh, gosh. Two years ago? No, I don't think we were working together anymore by that point. Yeah, we had already was, moved you, along. You left a little bit before me. It was 2018, so. Right. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I, I've been but away. I, I don't. I don't recall the first time that, but I remember, I yeah, I, I agreed and I, I don't know why. I think what I did to you would be a textbook way of getting someone who doesn't want to do something to do, to do that thing. Please don't use that for any, any bad things. Anyone who's listening yeah. to me right now, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you find someone who's, who's like very against doing something and you really want yeah. them to do that thing, just do what I did to Ryan. And be and like get him to to do it once, and then then like wait a month or so, and be like, hey, do you want to do that thing again? And then like it, you start building repetition because like for those first like couple of episodes, it took us like months. Like there was literally probably about a month or two in between each one, which is why you know I decided, okay, let's bank these up, and then we'll kind of dole them out bit by bit from there but yeah, uh and yeah. here we are doing it every every two weeks now we've got we've we got into a routine it's like we're working that podcasting muscle it's been in that routine for a while i don't think there's been any significant lapses in time uh since, yeah since i mean here and there like vacations and stuff but yeah nothing well, like i mean not, not, not like huge breaks you know and like yeah. there's been some shit that's come up that's like pretty like you know either like <laughs> Yeah, COVID going on, or there's like life changes and like shit. Like it's just it's it's kept uh, it's kept going. It's kept going. I think it's you know what a really a quality a quality product that everyone counts on every other Thursday. And so we're we're thankful <laughs> that you're giving us this time. Uh, and people could be doing anything. I I caught myself. I was shopping at Costco not that long ago. And I was listening to a podcast, and uh, then I started thinking like, I wonder if other people are listening to us. At the same times that I listen to other people, like are other people listening to me at the grocery store? Are other people listening to me uh, while lathering their bodies in the shower? It's an interesting thought to have. Yeah, uh, do you listen to podcasts in the shower? <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I'll just yeah. I'll put it in. <laughs> I'll put my phone in like a little Ziploc bag, and then put it up on oh. like the little shower caddy thing, and so it's like safe from the water. Wow, that's. If I'm in the middle of listening to something, I don't want to like pause it. Then you know, like, I want to. I'll continue that you know, that thing wow. through the, through my showering experience. And then it's uninterrupted the whole time. Wow. That's, that's impressive. I've really dedicated I my, a, I just take a shower, like <laughs> take a shower, come back. Yeah. You I, sh- like I might forget about it. Like there's a good chance I may not ever pick it back up, but like, you know, sure. You hop in the shower, like, uh, you don't wash your face and then, then you get out and you dry yourself. God damn it, Eric. What? God fucking damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> 
I run nice cold water over my face for my pores. I okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've already established scientifically, and I've talked to multiple people who say no, that's not how cold water works. So, like, we already know that your science there is flawed. In addition to your ranking science, which was flawed many, many episodes ago. <laughs> I think one thing that we should have done differently on this podcast for the last two years, and don't say the I fucking r- rating thing again. It should have been rated <laughs> like yeah, it should, like a one through ten. With, with decimals, like, you know. Well, we didn't do it. it well, we didn't do it. So We didn't do it. And that was, uh, that's... You yeah, can choose to... This. You can choose to... So, we're looking back at things, Ryan, in a positive way. Yeah. We're not looking back at the previous 40 episodes as a, oh, we should have done this better. We're... we're, we're we got to con- critique. We got to, like, you got to work. You got to use your, your past uh, mistakes to, to get to get better. Now, I don't think we can change that at this point. But. Uh, well, if you can't change it, you got to learn to accept it then, Ryan. You can't keep bringing I it up. Accepted it. I accept it every episode when I have to be go through, like, you know... 30 matches and be like fuck like <laughs> i know all i know everything that happened in each of those matches just use that's me as true, your resource true. yeah 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 that's and you know i think then you can't talk shit about science like that's how it is i that's mean how it is. i can and i will and i'll continue to do that um <laughs> man there's one gonna be one other thing oh that's right okay i remember what it was i gave you a bar of dove soap yeah did you use it no what the fuck did it come with you to las vegas I don't know. God damn it. It was it was in the car. I don't know. That's not cheap soap. That's not that's not fucking Irish spring, Ryan. You gotta use use the dove soap on your face. And all and other parts of your body. That dry have, desert heat. Yes. My there is like my my facial skin is, is just fine. It's actually held up pretty well. Now I don't want to get like leathery in this desert heat, which could happen. <laughs> I would like to but see I leathery rough. Soap is gonna is gonna prevent that. Well we don't know because you fucking didn't even use it after I gifted it to you. I gifted I you Okay, I've given I mean, like you doctors. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna give you gifts anymore because here off the top of my head, no, three I gifts. I've given you three gifts and like I don't think any one of them are in use right now. One, the loaf shirt. I've never seen you wear it one time. It was on my boat. Where is it now? I, I I believe I have it. In my <laughs> I didn't. I remember taking it off the boat before I sold it. Uh huh. I I'll, I'll get it. I'll show it to you know the viewers. You know next. next but I, I, have I have it. Okay, so that's one thing that I've never seen. Boat shirt. Two. You're not gonna have a. You're not. You're, you're gonna be a dirt bike guy now. You can be your dirt bike shirt now. Two. Go, yeah. A microphone. Yes. You're not using yeah. that. You're just using your fucking built-in microphone on your computer. It's a brand new Mac. Like, what you, it's got great sound quality. I'm recording it on my end. I listen to it. It sounds just fine. So that's two. Two things that, that again, I've not, uh, no, no use of. Uh, third and final, that, that bar of Dove soap. Yeah. You're, you, man of 54,097 compliments, man of very, like very bad gift recipient. <laughs> and I'm, um, Man of I don't know, I think, bad with receiving gifts. Um, Receives 54,097 gifts and they're all great and he doesn't use any of them. No, no. I you're 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 overhyping your gifts. These are all sure. great gifts. Yeah. A t-shirt, I, I, a microphone, a soap. Yeah, t-shirt's nice and I, you know, but I think we used the microphone and I believe it was you who was like scrap the microphone. Doesn't work. I mean, to be fair, it would have been nice I if you that was your call. Uh, I scrapped it because <laughs> 
<laughs> we, scra- we scrapped it because you had not tested the microphone at all and you were basically like at the time of recording trying to like figure out from scratch not only how to use it but how to actually assemble the microphone and i just got too frustrated uh with watching you try to put it actually together no <laughs> Okay, that's uh, what happened. Just so the Markomaniacs are are aware. Um, okay, let's uh, let's let's pivot now that we, now that we've kind of uh, you know given given ourselves a, a pat on the back for forty episodes or thirty nine episodes. Well done. Uh, oh, you just sent me a photo. Should I be looking at this on air? Should we be talking about this photo or what's going on? I, I'm just sending it to you. I you know as you said, I I don't appreciate gifts. I think that's a you know, yeah, you don't know where it is right now. Just because you I do know it's 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 not hanging up in my closet for me to wear to work every day. I just have to go locate it, and it's it's in my car, probably packed with my other stuff that I unloaded. Wait, you haven't unloaded your car with? St- You've been in Las Vegas for like a month and I a half. Unloaded every single thing, Eric. All right, it takes <laughs> me a lot of time to get through. I unloaded the essentials, and I'm working on it because I'm I'm gonna have to unload it by next week. But there's, you know. Well, I've unloaded it enough to load a grill into my car. If that, you know, so. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. You, no, I'm not. I'm no, 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 no. I don't mean like that. I just mean, so you haven't unloaded your car. What are you doing? Like, I don't understand what you're, you, you're working. So, so you get where you're fully employed. So that's good. I don't know. I don't understand what you're doing to like pass the time in Las Vegas. That is prohibiting you from unloading your car. So you're doing it's golfing? Hot as fuck outside. <laughs> it's like 105 degrees today. Like I have to like. You don't know what it's like to step out of that every single day. I. That's true. I. I don't. Not. not so I, don't, yeah. I don't think you should criticize me for like not like carrying heavy. There's only like one or two like things left in there, but it's just stuff that I don't need. I. I shouldn't have taken with me anyway. And I don't know what to do with it. And I just left it in my car. Well, I mean, you do need your loaf shirt for the record. Yeah, that's, I mean, you'll find. So, so lumping that in with things you don't need, I, I, I find insulting. That's not, see, you found a way to like. That was a gift know, that I gave what you. what I said. It, yeah. It's, so, it's, that's probably, the, it's probably in my closet. It's probably my closet hanging up for the wedding. I'll wear it to the wedding. That shirt is the purest uh, emblem of our friendship. And it's t- tucked in a box in your car that's probably 125 but, degrees right now but the boat was one of the you know that was that was one thing <laughs> that was i love very much and i look at look at this look at this shirt like hanging out i mean this boat shirt man okay all right i think you should accept that accept the compliment you didn't come with your life hold i didn't you didn't compliment me there was no compliment there I all I was saying is where's the fucking shirt and you're like i think it's in my car the, you didn't compliment me I said it lived on my boat. The greatest—it's a very special place. The greatest compliment you could shirt. you could give me would be to wear the shirt. That would be that would be a, quite a compliment, and I would accept that. At the Hopper House. I mean, fucking wherever, dude. I mean, I've I've started. Just so you know, I've not forgotten about this. Just so you know, I have I've been working out. Uh, I've been doing some arms, some shoulders. I'm getting ready for Memorial Day. Yeah. Uh, at the time people hear this, the, uh, this episode is going to be airing uh, December 2nd is the premiere date of this episode. So, like, at the time people are hearing this, is it going to be about six months away? Uh, oh, really? Or so. Yeah, December 2nd. Wow. Wow. 
So, so get those Christmas gifts ready for Ryan and myself. Don't get him, don't get him any gifts. Any gifts you were going to give Ryan, just give to me instead would be nice. I would, I would thank you. (laughs) If you got me soap, I would Uh, use that soap. But, uh, let's, let's pivot. Let's pivot a little bit. Uh, we, we can get another topic or two in before we get into some wrestling today, I think. I got an idea for you. So, so this is definitely the post Olympics cycle. I think we're all kind of like, we did, did you watch any Olympics this past year? I'm I'm not an Olympic guy to be honest. My mm-hmm. roommate had it on twenty four seven, and he actually like well, he was like telling me about it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know, right? But yes, they're over, and I'm kind of glad. I mean, the only stories that I heard about from the Olympics this year was uh, the the gymnast, the main gymnast who like pulled out of an event or two. Didn't yeah, yeah. and then uh, the wrestler who won gold. Uh, the guy I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but there was a a uh, male heavyweight wrestler that won the gold medal and he came back from like a three point deficit or something or other. Like that's all that I know from this past year. Uh, that's more than I, I did. I did hear the story about the uh, gymnast pulling out, but I, from aside from that, uh, I don't follow the Olympics. So well, let's get, well, we're both uh, equal in that regard then. So, so yeah. question for you in this, in this thing, it does not involve any, you don't need to know anything about the Olympics from this past, this past year. Uh, okay. So Ryan, if you had to medal in an Olympic sport, so like someone's got a gun to your head, they're like, you need to medal in a sport. It mm. do- doesn't have to be gold, but a medal. You need to medal in an Olympic yeah. sport. Yeah. What do you pick? That's your question. Um, <laughs> So like I think I think it would have to be something where I like throw like either a javelin or one of those you know iron balls or <laughs> yeah like I, it would have to be something that's the only but I'm not fast okay sure uh, I'm very slow um, I'm not I would you know classic white kid very slow are you good at throwing uh, yeah yeah I can yeah I think so like I okay. I, I had to like pick a a sport, it would be mm-hmm. I the iron ball is kind of weird because the way they throw it, but like a javelin, mm-hmm. that would be my best shot in the Olympics at doing anything. And it would, you know, I'd definitely still not medal. You know. <laughs> but that would be your <laughs> but, best opportunity. That would be my best shot for sure. Yeah. And and does it? I don't know if this helps or not. You don't have to limit yourself to the summer games. We can also open this up to winter games as well. Winter, no, I mean, I God, that would be. Like maybe there's a rollerblading I, event or something that uh, that in the, in the Winter Olympics. Yeah, I don't know either one. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even a good rollerblader. Like I just I just love the I love the spirit of rollerblading. Sure, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a soul skater. Right? Soul, yeah, like, skate uh, with your soul. Sure, we skate for fun. Yeah, um, I think that would be my, it, yeah. I'm just not very talented. Uh, <laughs> so. Yo, don't don't say that about yourself, Ryan. Do, do you know yeah. what my Do you know what my pick would be? What's that? Uh, four-person bobsled. So, yeah, I mean, you just, I don't know what this, I'm not saying there's no skill. And I think there's a lot of, like, turning and, like, running and pushing. And I, I, but I don't, you're, once you're in the sled, right, what are you, like? Well, that's my, that's what I'm banking just, on. That's what I'm banking on. I would be one of the middle people. I wouldn't be the top or the bottom. I presume that those are probably, you know, doing more than the rest. But, like, I feel like, because, like, I'm not going to be able to, like, train, as like a high level athlete at this point in time in my life. So I really have to just kind of figure out like, okay, what's like a team thing where I'm not going to get in the way too much. Like if there's just something yeah, where, where like yeah. with a bobsled where if like, I, cause I could, I could sprint 
Um, you know, I could train to Can like you, do a quick sprint. Could you bobsled sprint? I could bobsled sprint. I'm pretty sure I could pull that off and then just like fucking jump in real quick. And, you know, as, as long as I'm with like the Michael Jordan of bobsledding, you know, if, if I was part of like the greatest bobsled team of all time, they could carry me to at least but, a bronze. But if they were that good, maybe they would like, maybe you'd have trouble keeping up, you know, on the, on the initial push. Maybe you'd want to be with a little bit of a slower bobsled team. Well, well, yeah, but I, I need to meddle. Like, I, the, the requirement is that yeah. I have to meddle here, Ryan. So I need the best of the best to bring me up to that Olympic level. Bobsledding is an interesting. My dad is fascinated with it. <laughs> so, and he, he, like, so I could pick his brain for tips, is what you're saying. Oh, man. Like, he, he fucking loves bobsledding. Like, uh-huh. And so he did, when they were in Vancouver, he actually went up there and did the, the course when the Winter Olympics were, oh. were going on. So he bobsledded. Uh, your dad bobsledded yeah they had the course open so like my mom for like his birthday got him tickets or like you know like a pass to go in and, and do this had he um, i'm assuming he'd never done it before no no i mean when do you get to bobsled like, i mean yeah i don't i don't know i'm not even yeah. sure how you how like I mean, how does one fall into bobsledding I, I don't know. He's just fascinated by it. I think it costs like a good amount of money, <laughs> but like, you know, he got to, right up, you know, Vancouver, BC, a good place for the Olympics. So you have to go do it. So, hmm. okay. I don't know. Maybe I can pick his brain and, and, and get it back to you, but yeah, please. I, yeah. yeah. Well, ask your dad. Do you think that the guy that runs my podcast, if, if, the, if he was with three <laughs> of like the best bobsledders in the world, could he put in, in theory, could he win a bronze medal? So that's that's what I'm banking on because I I would not be able to do, like any even like a non sport like uh, uh, curling I bet those fucking curlers would beat the fuck out of me like there's so much strategy oh, totally. involved yeah yeah you, no I wouldn't even I wouldn't even I wouldn't get in there with like a normal player because I you know <laughs> right they, but there's no I mean those those sports yeah yeah I would have to throw something I'd be I'd probably be a terrible bob I'd like miss getting it or something I wouldn't hop all the way over. I don't know. I I don't know if I could. I'd slip on the ice. Right. Something would happen. Sure. Tear tear your uh, rotator cuff while throwing a javelin, etc. No. (laughs) Um, Let's see. We probably have time for like one, at least one more question. We'll see how it goes. Um, Okay. This is a question that I've I've thought of off and on over the past, like gosh, ten, fifteen years, etc. I think it's it's kind of a good. It's just kind of an interesting thing. So I would never. Uh, I would never recommend that people like set up animal fights, right? Like, I think, I think that's, that's fucking, that's, that's a messed up thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, it may sound controversial to the Markomaniacs, but I don't care how it sounds. I'm against, uh, animals fighting for sport. Okay. I don't care if that rubs anyone the wrong way or it fucking ruffles any feathers. Um, you just lose half our viewers. <laughs> right, exactly. Everybody immediately shuts it off. We're big in the, the Michael Vick fan community, the Hardmark podcast, big uh, yeah. dog fighting. Yeah. yeah, we've done the studies. I've uh, been actually, the Hardmark merchandise shop is going to have some dog collars here in the near future you can, you know, uh, use. But uh, <laughs> let's say hypothetically, I as much as I dislike... Uh, animals fighting for sport. I love the idea of just thinking about like who, what would win in a fight between X and Y. So I'm going to hit you with a premise. I want, I'm curious to hear your opinion on this. Who wins in a fight between a gorilla and a bear? What kind of bear? So, so for the sake of this example, we'll say that like they are approximately the same size. So we've got like a silverback gorilla 
which I think is like the biggest of, of gorillas. And then like, I think even compared to a silverback, like a grizzly or a polar bear yeah. would like dwarf it. So we'll say like, you know, like a black bear or a brown bear or something that's a, a, approximately the same size as that silverback. And we'll say, and, and, and let me hit you with this too. Uh, let's say that it takes place in like a, a forested environment, something neutral. Okay. I think. <laughs> so, okay. Here's so much the thing. Like, the, the bears, uh, it depends on the bear, right? Like black bears would like, they might win because I not, maybe they wouldn't win, but they, they probably throw up a tree, like in the forest very quickly and get uh-huh. away. Yeah. But they're very, they're very timid. I think a grizzly bear would be like, so you, you're saying that it depends on the type of bear. You're saying a grizzly would be more so. aggressive than a so. black like, bear. I, I believe black bears are very t- like, and I don't like gorillas. Also, seem like fairly like from what I've seen. I'm sure they can like you know do some damage. But like if they're fighting like a grizzly bear, like I I kind of think that like bears might be a little bit more vicious mm-hmm. and and just like you know their instincts are a little bit different than what like a gorillas. Sure. Like I think. I don't know. Are gorillas smarter than like they might be? But I, I think like they, I think a bear might have the advantage if uh, mm-hmm. like all things are equal. That yeah. Is it, this is because of the killer's in, killer instinct of the bear? Is that why you're you're going like, this you direction? You don't want to fuck with a grizzly bear. Like a grizzly bear is very dangerous. Like vicious, sure. vicious bear. A black bear, I think, also like maybe like if they're like cubs are innate, maybe they can like you know, right. But they they they're. Have you seen one of those run up a tree? Like it wouldn't, the gorilla wouldn't be able to take it. It would just run. Like it would right. Well, I think yeah, one of the animals fine. would likely run. But I mean, in this scenario, we're saying that there's some very mean like, people that none of us like that are forcing them to fight. There's like a cage fight. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. They're in an octagon. They're both wearing, you know, branded shorts and you gloves. Say a forest initially, so like, right. It's a forest octagon. Right. It's an octagon of it's forest. It's a forest tree. octagon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, For me, I, I think I, I, I think, think you're right that the bear. Like, I would also go bear. I would be pulling for the gorilla. I would want the gorilla to win. I think the gorilla would be the underdog that I'd be really rooting for. But I think, but my suspicion is the bear would probably win. Yeah, I think they're just like they're hunters, like you know, right? They they could like, yeah. And I don't know. I don't. I don't think grizzlies are more like or not grizzlies. Uh, gorillas are just. They do things a different way. <laughs> well, I mean, like silverback, even like a silverback gorilla, I don't think that they're eating like a ton of meat. They probably, I'm sure no, they can no. eat meat, but yeah, I don't think they're like traditionally like known as hunters, but they will like beat the fuck out of anything that they Right, have. they're very strong, like, you know, like yeah. big, strong, but I, I think a, I think a bear would, would win, I believe. I'm going to now, you, go ahead. You don't think a grizzly bear would be a, like a, like an equivalent, like matchup for a gorilla i think a grizzly bear would be i don't know why you're saying black bear because a grizzly bear is too big the gorillas are big yeah but a grizzly bear is gigantic a grizzly bear is like twice the size of a of a of a silverback gorilla i'm pretty sure are you are you googling this because if so i I don't think you're right like well fuck off then that's what i say to that (laughs) now this will give you a chance to play around with your mouse grizzly bear size 3.3 feet Wait, what? 3.3? Western, Western Gorilla 5.1 feet. Hold on. Wait a minute. Say what you said about the fucking gorilla? Or the, the, the a, bear? A silverback gorilla is four, about four foot six. Okay. How tall is a bear? A grizzly bear. Because I think you said 3.3 feet, which that's fucking uh, Yogi and Boo Boo sized. 
adult 3.3 feet. That's what, that's what I mean. A grizzly bear is not 3.3 feet, Ryan. There's one. Okay. There's a question on here that like the fourth one. Think about a grizzly bear being half of your height. That doesn't make sense. Grizzly bears are much bigger than human beings. I'm just, I'm not saying this as a fact, Eric. I don't have like (laughs) encyclopedia. I'm just saying this is what Google is saying. No, it's not saying that. Hold on. Okay. Shot this and send it to you. Let me fuck it. What did you Google? What did you Google? Grizzly bear, grizzly bear size. Grizzly bear size. Okay. Let's see. You're sure it's not meters. Bear size. That's feet. Okay, th- okay, that's talking about height when it's on all fours. It's 3.3 feet. Well, I googled the same thing for a gorilla, and it said it was like 4.6, four and a half feet. Uh, uh, God, you're so... This is this is a ridiculous... Okay, so you're talking about... Okay, hold on. Let's see the gorilla thing. Does it actually say? And, and, and Eric, you're acting like these grizzly bears, right, are going to like... Are you are you expecting them? Are you wanting to to measure them as they're standing, like lengthwise, back to well, front? I'm not. I don't care about how tall they are. I'm just talking about how fucking big they are. So so also like I like like I said, the fourth one down says a grizzly bear beats a silverback ten out of ten times. <laughs> oh, you just fucking uh, go, you cheated and Google searched this. Where what did you do? Well, I Google. I just looked at grizzly. I just searched grizzly bear size, and the fourth one, the you know, the fourth question down, would a grizzly bear beat a gorilla? Okay, let me take a look at this right now. Let's see. Ten at a time. The average silverback weighs about three hundred and fifty pounds and stands at five and a half feet tall. Uh, grizzlies have been clocked at speeds of up to thirty-five miles per hour. This is Gonzaga, which whew, consider the source. Fucking Adam Morrison, whew, who wrote this? <laughs> um, yeah, so. A, a grizzly bear is 800 pounds, whereas a silverback is apparently 350 pounds. So it's like over double okay, the. I mean, so that's why I'm saying not a grizzly versus a silverback. That's fine. I'm just, you know, well, a grizzly bear would win. That's why I didn't ask you if a grizzly bear versus a silverback. That's why I said it had to be the same size of animal. So we're talking a brown bear or a black bear versus a silverback, but, Ryan. But, Okay, but you're like, doubling back not, on a conversation point not, that I eliminated at the very start. It's not a realistic fight. Like, what do you mean it's not? None of these are realistic fights. None of these things live in the same area, Ryan. Hold on, <laughs> we have to. I mean, apparently a lot of people are asking this, uh, <laughs> uh, and you're taking it more seriously than any other question I've ever asked you. They have a lot of speed information on here. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I see. I keep seeing that 35 mile per hour thing. But no, I think it's important that the yeah, it that says they, a gorilla will destroy its own body with the ferocity of its attacks, while a black bear often will flee as they are hurt. So, like, you can't. It's a it's a it forest would be a gorilla would win in a black bear fight. Like, that's I think that would be the case. Oh, so, so you're saying retreating would count as a victory for the one that did not retreat? Yeah. So you're changing your answer to uh, silverback gorilla, depending on the bear. Yes. <laughs> It's the same size as the gorilla, Ryan. That's the bear. It's a bear that is the same size as it's the gorilla. It's a black bear. Okay. It's a black bear. That's what All I... All it has to do is stand up and yell and wave its arms, and that bear's going to fucking jump out of the octagon. Like, okay, okay. Oh, my God. Do I really want to keep going down this fucking path with you? Okay, welcome to the conversation from 15 minutes ago, Ryan, science. which is exactly what I fucking science, set up. It's a, it's a mama black bear. There's cubs nearby. Does that... So now it's not going to run. 
versus a silverback gorilla that also has kids nearby, so it's not going to run. They have to fight each other now. Once. <laughs> once. <laughs> and stop Googling to figure out which one has a higher fucking Googling shoulder I height. This, I knew this going in. This is just, I, I, yeah, Black Bear is going to lose in a fight to a gorilla, I would think. A grizzly bear, it would win that fight, like, no question. And that's how, that's, that's my final stance on this. <laughs> so, like, we don't need to go any further. That's what it is. Like, <laughs> this is so stupid. That's not, it's, it's, that's, that's what would happen. That's, you invented a question that I never asked you about grizzly bears. I immediately. You picked the wrong animal. You picked the wrong animal to like go up against a gorilla. You shouldn't have picked a bear where there's like a variety of different types of bears with different characteristics you picked a bad animal to go up against a gorilla okay what would be a better animal off the top of your head you're so smart <sighs> like maybe like like uh like a snake what the fu- who I, wants to see us a- interesting like would the gorilla pick it up and like or would the snake just you know i like i don't know like you picked a snake versus a gorilla would be a fucking lame fight to see ryan nobody would ever want to see that I if bet. the snake bites the gorilla okay. once, the fight's over. The silverback just swings the snake by its tail. The fight's over. Bear versus gorilla is a more compelling thing to watch. Okay, I'm not. Snake was an example. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> a, a bear, and I don't think it's a like. Well, like, yes, they're furry and they're big and they stand. You know, like, you know, it's just <laughs> yes, two yeah. different variables in this fight. Like, there's not. There's really not. It's the same type of bear. As as would be the you know it's a full grown bear that's the same size as a silverback so like a a black bear or a brown bear you want a grizzly bear you want a grizzly bear in the body of a black bear that's what you want here's what I want no actually I take that no I'm gonna correct you here's what I want I want a grizzly bear right just being a grizzly bear and I want a silverback gorilla that's been shot so full of human growth hormone that it's the same size as that grizzly bear that's what I want. That would be my fucking ideal. Yeah, okay. And the grizzly bear would win. Okay, so you're saying the grizzly would win in that, even if they were the same size, the edge would go to the grizzly. Yeah, I think just, yeah, I think... Just because of temperament. Grizzly bears are, yeah, exactly. They they are out there to fuck you up. They are aggressive <laughs> animals, and they are going to hunt, and that's... Black bears are not, they're not the same. They, they're just, they're timid animals. You know, they're like, they're like cats. Maybe they could probably fuck you up, like, for sure. But, like, in a fight where, like, a gorilla is a very strong, big, juiced-up animal, yeah, like, I mean, I would take, I would put my money on, I think, the gorilla who's a little, like, upset, you know? Every time that we have conversations about animals, it's always infuriating to me. Every single time. I think I just know a little bit more about animals than than you do. (laughs) Well, uh, Ryan, I think with all that said... And I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised (laughs) about our episode today. Um, I try whenever possible to have at least a portion of the topics that we talk about in kind of the first half of the episode sort of influence and tie in with the back half conversation topics. And so um, our match here today... I wanted to do something special for our big 40th episode. So every 10 episodes, you know, we do we do kind of like a cool thing. Like back in episode 10, please stop clicking, Ryan. Back in episode 10, we did the, like, my favorite match as a youth. Like one that I've literally watched over 
a uh, hundred times, I think, over the course of my lifetime. And Ryan's promptly shit on it several times. So, you know, that's neither here nor there. But that was episode 10. Episode 20, the lightning round. The less said about that, the better. Uh, episode 30, the deathmatch episode. And here we are, episode 40, which we haven't really built as anything. Uh, it's not like this is big, a, big, a big milestone episode or anything. But I wanted to do something special, something that Ryan would find to be uh, memorable, something out of the ordinary. So I've scoured the archives of... Of professional wrestling, Ryan, and I found a match out of Buffalo, New York. Uh, I think you're going to find it interesting. Now, before we get into this, do you have any weird opinions about Buffalo, New York? Um, <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. I, yeah, I appreciate yeah. you not just concocting something. Uh, yeah. That would be disingenuous. So, <clears throat> I do not have a date on this match out of Buffalo, New York. I am operating under the assumption that it's happening sometime in the 1960s, which would make this wow. match the earliest match that we have seen so far. How's how's the production on this uh, on this match? Um, it's not like horrible. It's not horrible production, but it's definitely you know like a 1960s era right. broadcast of of this thing. So you know we'll we'll make do. We've uh, we've probably seen worse picture quality in the past, but uh, yeah, it'll be what it is. So, uh, our first competitor in our match here today, Ryan, his name is Gene Dubois, also known as the Bear Man. Uh, he's a roughneck Canadian. He's got long hair and a scruffy beard. He began wrestling in the late 1950s, and he would go on to have a 30-year career in the professional wrestling industry, earning him a place in the Canadian Hall of Fame in the process. So, uh, the Bear Man, Gene Dubois. What a tie to be a professional wrestler <laughs> what, what the, in the 1950s, you know? The 50s and 60s? It, I've heard yeah, a lot of stories. Uh, it sounded like a fucking crazy time. Yeah. Just people uh, running up the highways and byways of this great country, drinking beer, telling stories, chasing oh, chasing yeah. ring rats. That's Absolutely. The, that's, what they call, that's what they call groupies, Absolutely. Ryan. Ring, yeah, yeah, ring yeah rats. no doubt. Like, <laughs> so... Uh, I don't have a whole ton of information. Again, like this is kind of like an old timer, but like that's that's Jean Dubois in a nutshell. Now Dubois's notoriety it was not tied directly to his own exploits in the ring, despite being a fairly accomplished wrestler. His fame came from his time spent as a trainer. It was one of his trainees that will be Dubois's opponent today, probably the most famous of all of his students, Terrible Ted, the wrestling. Bear. The actual bear. This is a bear that has been Terrible tr- Ted. Terrible Ted, the wrestling bear. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, <laughs> in case you were uh you didn't catch that, Terrible Ted, he's a bear. Uh a seven foot tall, six hundred pound American black bear to be specific. Uh Terrible Ted was trained to be a professional wrestler. He would travel from territory to territory, usually having matches with managers, bad guys, and other competitors that fans would pay to see to get in the ring with the bear. Uh, any questions so far? Oh, there's more. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got a little bit more information to this, give you. Uh, on Ted the Bear? Uh, well, I'll just go through, and then we'll go through my there's spiel. There's on him, yeah. There's a little bit of a backstory on him and okay, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was not uncommon for wrestling bears to travel from territory to territory in the mid-1900s. There's other notable wrestling bears, including Hercules, Victor, Battling Bruno, and Terrible Ted, featured in our match here today. Now, to get the sad part out of the way... Ted and other wrestling bears were declawed and detoothed for obvious reasons, but still a pretty fucked up thing to do to an animal. Yeah. 
Um, even with these forced disadvantages on these wrestling bears, uh, there's plenty of documented incidents of people losing fingers, breaking bones, and even dying at the hands of pro wrestling bears. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I'll just do a little pause uh, here. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's something. <laughs> uh, terrible Ted, he was based out of Canada, just like his trainer, Gene Dubois. Uh, he would occasionally stay with the family of Brett Hitman Hart, who, who we've actually seen a few matches of in the history of Hardmark. Uh, Brett actually writes in his book of having memories of Terrible Ted licking fudgeicle drippings off of his toes when he was a little boy. So he would uh, drip fudgeicle on his toes and then put his toes inside of the cage so that Terrible Ted would then lick his toes. Yeah. What a childhood. Yeah. Yeah. You, when you're, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta try that out. <laughs> yeah. You gotta try that out. Yeah. So Ted, uh, was probably the most famous of all the wrestling bears. He was notable for being able to perform several pro wrestling maneuvers, including a snap mare and a monkey flip. Uh, there's plenty of stories about wrestlers fucking with each other, putting honey on Ted's opponent's trunks right before their match. So they would like put honey on their hands, slap Ted's opponent, and then Ted would, go fucking ape shit and, you know, try and get at their ass uh, yeah. during the match. Um, Ted strategy. Would, <laughs> hell of a strategy. Ted would usually be rewarded with a cold, cool Coca-Cola after his matches. So he would just mm. take it and just guzzle the whole thing. Um, and there's, there's incidents where Terrible Ted and other wrestling bears would then want additional Coca-Colas. Uh, after the match, and and if they didn't get it, then there would be a scene in the in the ring. So that that's it here today. Not much in terms of story, uh, but a time capsule from pro wrestling's past. An exhibition between trainer Gene Dubois and his student, his protege, Terrible Ted, the wrestling bear. What a coach, you know. What what a coach. What a what a guy. So yeah, Gene Dubois later died. He uh, he had an auto accident in the eighties where he passed away. Oh. Um, but yeah, so any any questions around bear wrestling in general, Terrible Ted, anything like that? Uh, I I so I looked over all over YouTube. This is probably the the only full match I could find with a wrestling bear in it. Wrestling bears were kind of phased out by the mid eighties or so. Is this a, so? This is a YouTube YouTube match. This is going to be a YouTube match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. WWE Network, Peacock. Uh, surprisingly, no wrestling bears. To speak of, that's, I mean, that's just one more disappointment for fucking Peacock, you know. <laughs> right, that's exactly. Right. Um, yeah, okay, all right. Um, I have a quick kind of side note, it, not related to our match here today, but like one, uh, one really notable, famous world champion from wrestling's history. His name was Lou Thez, but he was known for being kind of like a no nonsense, like fucking. Would you think of? Like classic boxers, like a Rocky Marciano or whatever. Like Luthez would be similar to that. Like that's the pro wrestling champion of like, you know, the 50s and 60s or whatever. Uh, Luthez actually had a clause in his contract. He refused to work on the same wrestling card as women, midgets, or bears. <laughs> I think <laughs> today, like, that might be offensive. <laughs> Um, yes. Back in the, I mean, back in the fifties, right? Fifties, sixties. Yes. He claimed that all those he's, things he's, took away from his legitimacy. Not, <laughs> might be a like tad offensive, but like, <laughs> I mean, I get the fair part. I don't know. Like little people. I don't know, but women, what, what I get that. About? I get that too. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. This is a joke. <laughs> um, but I think like, yeah. Uh, outlining those 
those two groups of people might be maybe pet taste this uh 2020 but that's yeah it's 2020 right sure sure yeah well he he took it like fucking real seriously and he yeah so he for him if he was on the same card as those things it delegitimized him so he refused he was like people were big fans of his like yeah like he's a yeah see yeah it's just it's just classic like mid-1900s shit like (laughs) what does that mean i don't know what that means I don't know. The times have changed. <laughs> there, if you look for it, I remember even my mom sent me like uh, a link within the past. Uh, I don't know when would it have been like four or five months or so. But like, and and again, little people. But there, there's literally a. I think it's called like the Midget Wrestling Association or whatever it is. Like they will just travel all around and like do shows at casinos and Dude, stuff. Why haven't we watched one? Um, there's is there been any good ones from like the early nineties. Uh, like a like a, a little person match. Yeah. Um, minis are actually a big deal in Mexico. Uh, there's there's minis that wrestle quite a bit there, and the United States is definitely more of just kind of like a joke thing. It's been more yeah. phased out. I think it's looked at now as kind of being like exploitive. Uh, there's totally. There's been a handful of like uh, wrestlers, uh, mini wrestlers in the United States and in the WWE, but like honestly, right now, I can't think of any. But Mexico has like a like a class for them. Yeah, they have their own like division called the Minis division. Yeah, and like a lot of times they'll take so it'll be like one of their big stars, right? And they'll have a mini version of that big star. Uh, like oh. it, in the nineties, actually in the nineties, to kind of bring it full circle to something you would appreciate. So Vader from Boy Meets World, right? Yeah, there was a mini Vader yeah. that wrestled in Mexico. <laughs> And occasionally oh, he. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah occasionally so they would have they're minis. Like, they're like minis of like, are they minis of professional wrestlers in like Mexico, or are they minis of people like WWE like out, out here in the U.S.? Primarily, it'd be minis of Mexican wrestlers, but then occasionally, like back again in the '90s, WWF had like a deal where it's like, yeah, you can have mini Vader and mini this guy, mm-hmm. and like you know, kind of license it out, sort of thing. But uh, yeah, it's primarily minis of uh, Mexican wrestlers, that sort of thing. But yeah, big, big, big over there. Not so much in Japan. <laughs> I can't say I've ever seen actually a, a mini wrestler in Japan. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's kind of been phased out for the moment. But it, it goes in cycles. I'm sure it'll come back. And maybe, uh, maybe you and I can watch one of those matches sometime in the near future. Catch a match, you know. Yeah. Uh, any questions around Terrible Ted versus Gene Dubois before we watch this thing? No, I'm ready to. <laughs> Uh, do you, so you have watched just so you're aware, and I know I'm bad at this. So I'm trying to improve. Um, so I'm saying this out loud. So I, 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 I do better. Uh, you have now watched 46 matches so far on, on our fine illustrious program. Uh, do any, do you know what your record is? What, two about 500. You are as a matter of fact, matches. you are 24 and 22. Yeah. So, so you're you're creating a little bit of space. You're creating a little bit of space. Yeah. Are you I leaning? Seem to separate myself yet? Right. I've been, you know, but I, you know, I think today's going to be a good day for uh, my separation. <laughs> it's a it's a good it's a good I day to watch a bear. Idea, like today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well, we will take a quick brief break. We'll come back with our thoughts on Gene Dubois versus Terrible Ted, the wrestling bear. Thanks, everybody. The wrestling bear, Terrible Ted, and this looks like it's uh, Buffalo, New York. That's his trainer, Gene Dubois. He's actually going to wrestle his trainer. 
Uh, There was a female wrestling bear that used to compete, and I'm trying to remember, even though it was given a male name, it was a female bear. And uh, the female bear would sometimes take a uh, an amorous liking to some of its opponents and roll its opponents up underneath it and begin oh boy uh, frantic motions, which the opponents would not uh, appreciate very much. Yeah. Uh oh, I think he's got him pinned now, though. The referee just doesn't want to count. Count. Bear took down the referee again. The uh, the bear seems to be an unstoppable force. So we are back. We just watched terrible Ted. Versus Gene Dubois uh, for the Bear Wrestling Championship. That's not true. It's just a it was just a match. What did you think, Ryan? Did you like that match? I don't know how to like. <laughs> I don't know how to react to it. Like, <laughs> it, was a, it was weird. It was it was black and white and uh... right. I like that. That was your first takeaway from this. But yes, it was in the 1960s. Uh huh. I yeah. It was more like just like a little show, like something you'd go to, like you'd see like. Maybe like at an assembly and you're like so straight class and we'll bring an animal in and like play with them. <laughs> right. Like, that was what, yeah. I could see it holding up better uh, to like a live experience as opposed to say you, you and I watching this on YouTube, you know, 50, 60 years after the fact. I yeah, think it was more of a treat I, for the live audience type of thing. But it wasn't like they didn't really do anything. Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like I'm not the the it's impressive that like, the bear was trained to be able like in that match and like in the ring it, it was that was impressive but like uh-huh. they just like they just like and plus he was like his trainer you know there was no drama like <laughs> what do you like, what do you expect so you would have liked this better if it was like a you, said, a you said you said like you know sometimes they wrestle like other people's managers and like you know mm-hmm. sure I mean maybe there's a little bit of, like. Sure, it's still like a little dance around the ring, like that was. But it, it was, yeah. I don't think that any bear matches would be significantly different than that one. But I think ordinarily, in most bear matches, you have a lot more stalling, where like the manager's like running around trying to get away from the bear, that sort of thing. Which also would be kind of annoying too, to be honest. Like, I'd, <laughs> right? Uh, this probably had more so. action than most bear matches okay, uh, okay. of that Fair of enough. that time, if I had to guess. But. Uh, uh, Ryan successfully predicted that Terrible Ted was going to win that. That puts you at twenty five and twenty two, my friend. Wow, you're you're making or some headway. Twenty six and twenty two. I knew. Like, you look at that match. I don't think Gene Dubois was an officially sanctioned referee. I don't think that that uh, count that pin that he counted uh, was. Uh, I think if you asked Dan Meltzer, he would probably say that. <laughs> Dave yeah. Dave Meltzer, yeah, probably. Is it m- Dave? It's not Dan. <laughs> it is not Dan. It is Dave. Dave Meltzer and Jim Cornette. <laughs> Provided commentary on that, um, which you found. So I guess just jumping right to the notes. So you, you, you found the commentary uh, insightful. It sounded like. Yeah. I mean, granted, this was not the live commentary on that match in it as it aired in Buffalo. Was there live commentary on that match? Who knows? I don't know. I've, I that mean, would have been interesting to listen to. I think, like, I. Yeah. Just. I think, I think this is more. this is the only like surviving footage that exists of that match. I think at this point is like with them dubbing it over. Well, there. I mean, there's some there's some bear experts. There's some bear wrestling experts. You know, <laughs> I learned a lot about you know bears and wrestling that I never would have. Uh... Well, I mean, there's experts about every subject. I mean, you know, if, if right, people didn't right. know any better, they'd think that you were an expert about all animal things, Ryan. As they should. As they sh- as they should. Anyone as who's an animal owner, like yeah. If you stuck with us from episode one to to forty, uh, you know Ryan's pretty much an expert at just about anything. 
So Dubois brings out uh, the bear. He has a chain. So there's a chain attached to the bear that Dubois is kind of leading him around with. Um, the, the bear also has a muzzle on. So despite not having any teeth, the bear is also muzzled just so, you know, uh, an extra level of protection for the, for the wrestler, uh, I suppose. But, um, so basically, as far as like the, 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 the main moves, I don't think we need to kind of go bit by bit here, but I think the main thing was Terrible Ted knew a couple of like wrestling moves where he would like flip the guy over his back. Uh, he would like flip the guy over when Ted was on his back and he just, he basically attacked the referee a lot. He, he really wanted to yeah, fucking maul yeah. that referee real bad. Like se- several times. And, but, you know, he had, um, he was disciplined. He was a disciplined bear, right? Like, <laughs> right. Okay. You, know, you would yeah. see like the ref like get attacked and then he'd hop out of the ring and then he'd kind of come back in and then he'd sure. the ref, you know, just good, good boundaries. Good, you know, like, well trained well yeah exactly but terrible ted great yeah. manners great great manners yeah. Uh, yeah. but just i mean basically that's it for seven minutes i sorry sorry no, no, go ahead. Cutting off. i did not like that he was muzzled okay not even not even just like there's i mean you know but like when you're fighting a bear that bear should be able to like oh i know you said they they they're detoothed yeah and declawed yeah both. fucked up but like yeah but like you should see, like the bear, like with his own, like the fact that he had a muzzle on him was just why. Like the, you know, it would be it would be like much more powerful to see a bear with an open mouth, like attacking the ref, you know, sure, and this muzzled right. bear who can't do anything. Uh, I th- I think even with the the teeth removed from the bear, like there's incidents of like people losing fingers and stuff. Like, well, that's the just bear. the risk you take when you hop into the ring with a bear. <laughs> it's, like, it's you know, true. Don't, don't give me this, like, oh, like. You know, you're you're. That's you know, give, so, give people a show. Like that's a, right. that's a risk you have to take. So that's gonna that's gonna cost it a couple of uh, ranking spots in, in the in the overall look look yeah. from from what I'm gathering. There's a lot this. of things that gonna cost it, like ranking spots. In this, <laughs> in this I don't know where to put this, but it's not. Yeah. The top five, probably. Uh, but yeah, I, don't, I mean, there's really not much to say. It was it was just some grappling. The bear did a couple of things. He really wanted to fuck that referee up. If he had any teeth, that referee would be dead right now. Well, I'm sure he is dead right now, but he would have been dead at an earlier date yeah. than he ended up dying. Um, but yeah, Ryan successfully predicted Terrible Ted. Uh, we, we should just do the science, I guess. You know, there's not a whole lot to say. I'm sorry, folks. You know, I, I know that everybody loves the the blow by blow on these matches, but uh, yeah, Terrible Ted just did Terrible Ted shit. So probably pull that ranking up too, huh? Uh, yeah. I... <laughs> so for our 47th match that we have watched so far, what are we thinking? It's low. Okay. Okay. Is it the oh, bottom? Is it the bottom? I don't. You could make a real stand here, uh, really ingratiate ourselves to PETA, and you know, put this at the bottom right. and say, no more animal cruelty, Ryan. I think this had an interesting aspect to it that I can't put it at the bottom. Like, okay. I don't know where to put it. This was not <laughs> an enticing match. <laughs> uh, I feel like, like I said, I feel like I could have seen this at like, you know, some sort of, you go to like a little exhibit and you see some guy walking around with a bear. <laughs> Where are you bear, going? Like, you know? Where are you going? That I, don't know. I just feel like you could see this, like this. So, but, but, like I said, it has something to it. I don't know how they do things in like, Snohomish. I'm thinking Ryan. like there's there's two Hulk Hogan matches way down here. I don't know if I should. Okay, okay. So I mean, uh, so you're looking basically like four, right around forty or below from from what I'm gathering. How about how about the new 
44. New 44. Okay. So this is going to bump down. So you, you liked this more than Jake the Snake Roberts versus Rick Martell in the blindfold match. I had to have. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. This is the new 44 because that match you really hated. Um, you really didn't like that one where the guys were both blinded. Okay, then good. Then, then good. That, that, yeah, then that's a, that's a fair spot. But I didn't really hate this. I just don't know where to put it. Like, okay. It's one of those bad matches that's just not bad. Ma- it's just, I feel bad for putting it so low. I know it's not supposed to be a match, but like, I, what do you do with that? What do you do with that? Like, seven I, minutes. I, <laughs> would you have liked it to be a little bit longer? Like a nice 15 minute kind of epic saga? That, that, that could have pushed it down further. <laughs> was to its benefit for sure um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna have you do it this time because i don't think it would be fair in this case to to do it next episode we're gonna have a new segment that is gonna be on you to deliver on what's that so after so starting next episode after each match like maybe before that we rank it maybe after we rank it i don't know it kind of depends on how how things go but we're going to introduce a new segment and we're going to call that segment murphy's law where you take basically something that happened in that match maybe it was good maybe it was bad and you create like what you think would be a good law for like a, a pro wrestling match like you should never wrestle a bear like you shouldn't do do that so that that'll be something that we Unmuzzle do muzzle your bear okay okay the, well here we go the the debut of murphy's law <laughs> is unmuzzle your bear you gotta unmuzzle your bear you gotta you unmuzzle- get with a bear you, you don't muzzle that was highly highly disappointing and played into the ranking <laughs> i i was complete, yeah i was disappointed if you're gonna bear wrestle fucking go whole, whole yeah. ass with it don't yeah. half ass it with a muzzled yeah. bear Exactly, 100%. <laughs> Leave those claws on. Take that muzzle off. Let's just see some serious fucking shit in that rig. Yeah, yeah. Let's see somebody. That's, that's your call. Let's see the Revenant, but live. Did you ever see that movie? If you could train a bear that's fully clawed and fully <laughs> toothed or teeth. Full, <laughs> fully toothed. Well, you know, I don't know what, you know, but like that is impressive. That would have brought this match up. Like, I mean, holy shit. This might be number one. That's, you, you don't see that yet. Right. That's impressive. You can't muzzle, declaw, detooth this bear and be like, oh, that's a, this is, this is, you know, come on. I would have been curious if this was a bear ladder match, like what the ranking would have been, but, oh, you know. God. I love myself a ladder match. So. I, we'll get we'll get back around to one of those in the near future. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have a feeling. <laughs> um, Cool. All right. Well, that is, that's this episode. That's, that's the thing. Except, of course, as we finish out every episode, we've got uh, one little uh, tidbit, one one more little thing we got to we got to cover. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of business that I like to call Eric's wisdom tree. What what do what are we in the mood for today, Ryan? As far as Eric's wisdom tree, what do you what do you want to hear? Do you want something that's going to like enrich your life? Are you just looking for like something information that you may not have been been aware of before? I I'm always I always look forward to this part of the podcast so whatever you provide okay we'll we'll go from there yeah okay i mean i got something uh i got something i just learned yesterday i'll I'll pass it along i don't i don't think this is like a known thing although you may say like oh this fucking that's on tiktok eric that's a a thing you're a little like (laughs) a little wisdom about like if you're the asshole like that the stuff that's been flying around Facebook since 2002, like how Facebook was down. But like you get what I'm saying. If you're using Facebook in 2002, that means that you were underage, and I'm going to report you. 
I would, yeah. You need to be 18, Ryan. Yeah, I'm going to fucking. Yeah. CIA. Um, Okay. I'm going to send you that in a. (laughs) A chain email, yeah. Okay. Let me take a step back. Uh, Cupcakes, Ryan. What do you think about cupcakes? Um, they're like hit and miss. Sometimes I'm in a mood for it. Sure. I'm not a huge cupcake fan, but sometimes they hit right. What, uh, what do you not like? I mean, there may be a few, a few reasons, but what do you not like about cupcakes uh, specifically? Like, why are they not like a top tier dessert? I know you're not a big sweets guy, but why are they not like a top tier dessert for you? (laughs) I don't like, (laughs) I think they can be a little like too much with like, I'm into, what do you call it? Cookies. The actual like subs. I don't like all the cake. frosting necessarily. Okay, you're more yeah, a cake like, guy than a frosting guy. I, I mean, so I mean, like I said, sometimes a nice even cupcake with good amount of frosting, good amount of like cake sure. batter. I get you know like yeah, yeah, that could be that could be good, but like not yeah, just, I'm not a huge sweets person. So, uh, would you say that one of the, the reasons that you that you may kind of poo poo cupcakes, and I'm not talking about after you eat them. But one of the reasons uh-huh. that you that you may kind of you say, oh, cupcakes, feff. One of the reasons that you might do that is it because uh, it can be somewhat messy because when you're taking a bite, then inevitably you're you know you get frosting on your yeah. nose and stuff like that. Is that one of the reasons? Would you say? I try to eat them cleanly, but it yeah. can be a, like a challenge. Um, so yeah, but I I do my best because I don't like. What if I miss something? You know, then right? Cake on my face. You know what? What if I told you, Ryan? That I that I just learned yesterday, courtesy of of friend of the show Devin. Shout out to Devin. Uh, I yeah. learned yesterday a hack for eating cupcakes that will minimize the mess of of the frosting is, on yeah. your face. Do you think you might like I, cupcakes more? I would. Okay. I would be interested in uh, what this this hack is. So I should I should have in retrospect I should have bought cupcakes today and like, then I could present I could show you what I mean. But you're gonna have to use the power of your imagination, like our listeners here today, Ryan. So imagine I have a cupcake in my hand right now. There we go. Now you can see my hand, right? So what you got to do is so using one hand, let's say my my right hand here, you grab the cupcake right underneath the frosting line, right? So I've got a firm grasp of the cupcake right underneath the frosting line. What are you doing? You have, you're holding the cupcake with one hand and then you have the other hand holding the cupcake on the top end, just below the frosting line. Correct. Yeah. So we got one hand holding right underneath the frosting and then the other hand holding the very bottom of this cupcake. You picking up what I'm putting down? I, I do. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Then here's what you got to do from there, right? So you got you got your top and your bottom of the cupcake held. You uh-huh. twist like you would like an Oreo. You twist it. And what will happen, Ryan, when you twist it is the bottom half of the cupcake will come off. And then you will be able to take that lower cake and put it on the top of the cupcake and eat it like a sandwich. So then you have a frosting middle what about, layer. What about the wrapper? Well, I take mean, that off first yeah, you take, yeah, you remove the wrapper first, then you're holding just the cake. So you have, okay, so you're holding it just below the frosting line. So you have that part of the cake in your top hand. Yes. And then you pull the bottom. You twist like an Oreo. So you have a little bit of cake underneath the frosting and then you put the top. <laughs> yeah. So then the you. On the top. So yeah. So then the yes, the, the top of the cupcake now becomes the bottom, 
and the bottom of the cupcake now becomes the top. And then how you, much? How much cake? Cake? I don't, what do you call it? It's cake. The substance of it's just cake. Okay, it's a cupcake. It's a it's a cup of cake. It's a weird. It's a cupcake. How much? I disagree with that. But like, what do you mean? There's nothing to disagree with. It's right there in the fucking. I don't think. I don't think. I've never. I, okay. I. I don't think of cupcakes as cakes. I don't know what you call like. It's a cake and a cup. With a cake, even with a cake, what do you call the like? What do you call the cake? It's cake. You call it cake. If you're, if you, okay. <laughs> Let's just move it's, on. There's Let's frosting go and there's cake. We can go back. So I. We won't. First of all, I don't want to get too, and I don't want to be a bitch, like you know, about this like solution, but. I don't get, I, that seems 10 times messier than just like trying to be like clean when you eat a cupcake. This seems horrible. You'd have it all over your hands. Well, you'd have whatever you, you, you the, so there's a little bit of crumble from the cake that, that, uh, that will, that will come off inevitably because you're twisting it, but, uh, frosting free. It's a frosting free way of eating the cupcake. Well, you're, <laughs> but your hands over the frosting. Well, okay, so so I was holding my hand weird the first time. So imagine more like this, and then this, and then you twist in an opposite direction. So you're holding them a different uh, side. So you come in like your top, the top half of the cupcake in your right hand, bottom half of the cupcake in your left hand. You twist in different sides. Then you got your broken off bottom part of the cake. Totally different angle than you're saying now. You said it was like put your hand over the cupcake. I didn't say so put your hand over the cupcake. I just said put your okay. Ignore no, 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 no. The way okay, I know people can't see this, but like the way you were showing it, you're like your hand was over the cupcake, and then you're like scratch that, scratch that part. Okay. You're just so it's like a side from the. It's side. a side, yeah. You're opposite sides of the cupcake, and then you're twisting. I, I have to fucking try. It. I'm gonna go to the store. I'm gonna buy a cupcake, and I'm gonna see how this works. Um, Test it out. I yeah, I think that's it's a solution. I don't know if it works. Uh, I did it yesterday. It works. I don't know. It's Eric. No, it does work. I'm telling you that it works. That's why it's Eric's wisdom trick. Why did is Devin like a? How did he figure this out? Do you did you get into that? How did he figure it out? I don't know. I'm sure he'll tell me once he hears this. But uh, I asked him, but I don't remember because I was drinking. Um, but uh, but <laughs> I did specifically say like this isn't some TikTok shit, right? And he said, and he assured me that it was not. So uh, it could be some. T- Devin could put this on TikTok and like if it, if it's not already like because I could I could see that too like some dumb. Not, <laughs> He's, but, I was assured this was not dumb TikTok shit, okay, Ryan. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get, I'm gonna buy a cupcake and I'm gonna try it before I like I I, I think maybe it works. Not your top hand. You can't put your. Stop you, focusing on the top hand. The the top hand thing. No, that's I just what you're saying. I'm just saying when you. Okay, first impressions are a big deal, Eric. And you, the first impression of this idea was like, put your hand over the cupcake, as you showed, and twist from the bottom. Now you're saying come from the side, which is a little bit different. Uh, yeah, but I said like an Oreo. Out. I said twist it like an Oreo. That You didn't say that at first. I did too. Everyone heard me. I said twist I, like I an Oreo. It. You don't twist okay. from the top. Right. Well, actually, I guess, see, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of an Oreo because sometimes I twist mm-hmm. uh, from up but and down. Then you have... Then you have then you have frosting all over your hand, like right. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, the, I, I assumed so, you know you were somewhat sophisticated enough to know you wouldn't want to get frosting on your hand, Ryan. Eric, some of these ideas are so fucking stupid that like I wouldn't be shocked if this was like a thing that like Devin came up with, and it doesn't make it any. Cl- Eric's wisdom tree is the only 
segment that is batting a thousand on this entire show, okay? Everyone has pawns. Everybody has a fucking pawn in their backyard, Eric. Eric's wisdom tree has never, ever messed up. There's never been one Eric's wisdom tree that has not been fucking great. And so Eric's wisdom tree will continue to be the one source of truth, the single source of truth on the Hardmark podcast, and that's why everyone loves Eric's wisdom tree. Totally. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot now. That I know how to do it. I'll Please. get back to you and uh, you and Devin. Please, send uh, send me a picture. Send me a picture, and then uh, I'll post it up on our social media so people know. You know if 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 it worked, and or or if you're just you know. I'll post on TikTok. Will, will you run the hard mark TikTok? Will you be? Will Will you change your TikTok to the hard mark TikTok, and then just post cool content there? I could. I could. I've heard from a lot of podcasters like that's the, like if you want to get your podcast oh, noticed, t- post on TikTok. TikTok is the the thing right now. So so Greta uh, had not been on it at all. She like refused, and I, I did for a while too. Like I just was like, you have to be fifteen, right? Till I, or something like the new tri- TikTok is fucking. It's. It's great. Like, there's such good content on there. Once it once it gets all your data and figures out how you live your life, like, <laughs> like I like grilled chicken tonight. I'm gonna get grilled chicken. They know everything, but which is unsafe. But the content's very good. So I think if we want to get like, you know, TikTok's gonna be the, the place to to get your content out. So if you send me some clips, I can I can put it up there. Okay, perfect. All right, good. You uh, you heard it here. He he's committing everyone to it. And I'll be the most important fucking manager of this shit. Like his TikTok is, you know. Yeah. I'll be the. Uh, I'll get myself a title. I'll, I'll work. Yeah, social media TikTok manager. Uh, all right. Well, with that said, I think we are all set for this episode. What a what a quick one. What a what a jaunt that was. Weird episode. It was a real weird episode. Um, next yeah. epi- ep- next episode is going to be back to like normal normal things um yeah we're gonna go back to your classic tnt wrestling uh wcw okay okay um do you want a little teaser trailer just to kind of get your juices flowing sure yeah you got it uh yeah so we're gonna go we're gonna watch a wcw match uh it's gonna be the return of hulk hogan to the hard mark podcast uh and it's gonna be uh him he's gonna have a tag team partner we'll get into that a little bit more uh during the next episode um and there's gonna be a cage involved in this match and not just any any old cage it is a three tiered cage uh is there like ladders in between or no no just three tiers <laughs> Sorry for disappointing you. No ladders. That's but okay. That's coming next episode, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I won't. I thought you had like a video teaser. <laughs> no, no video teaser. No, just an yeah, audio exactly. audio teaser. Yeah. But this this may and I don't. I never like doing this because you always you fucking are such a dick sometimes, and you always will go out of your way to like undermine the things that I do. But this may be in. This may be a bottom contender. This may be a last place contender. We'll see. Next week's uh, <laughs> next next episode okay, nice. may be yeah. a contender for worst hard mark match of all time. Although I've said that before, and you've you, sometimes you like things that I don't like. So we'll see. Oh, we'll see. Uh, but it's with all that, about the data. It's all about the data. It's about that hard data. Uh, and so speaking of hard, if you're not hard, get hard. Once you get hard, stay hard. Take it sleazy, everybody. It's just classic, like, mid-1900s shit. <laughs> <laughs>